Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the winning streak is over. Yes, we lose on Wednesday. Let's recap the card real quick. In college football, we backed the Marshall Thundering Herd in the first half, minus the six and a half. Well, you know, you hold your opponent to three points and you expect to cover a minus six and a half, but Marshall missed a field goal early in the second quarter. I had a bad feeling it would come back to bite us, and it did. As Marshall goes into the locker room, up 7-3 at halftime, we make the kick, we would have won the bet, We, of course, miss the kick, and we lose the bet. Then in Major League Baseball, we played the Phillies under the one and a half in the first five. We do cash that one. Thank you very much, Mr. Wright. And then in the nightcap, we played the Padres under the one and a half, and they hit Kershaw, so we lose that ticket. Our mistake there is when we dropped the podcast on Tuesday, we expected the Dodger number to come out at two and a half runs in the first five. Did not see it coming at one and a half. Should have jumped on the Dodgers over the one and a half. That did cash, but unfortunately, we didn't do that. Uh, Yeah, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, of course, in hindsight, always there. But for the day, we lose $113.04, and we move on to the next. So let's lead off with the National Football League. It is the Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. I don't know how much Amazon paid for these games, but they may want a little bit of a discount for a couple of these. But we're going to play the Commanders in the first half, plus the one at a minus 135. So the Commanders have lost four straight, and they've been down at halftime in four straight. It's time for Ron Rivera to circle the wagons. The seat's getting hot in Washington, and he doesn't want his career to end in Chicago tonight. Rivera, of course, played for the Bears when they won their Super Bowl in 85, and he was the defensive coordinator for the Bears when they made their other Super Bowl appearance in 2006. I expect a win this one for Ron type of rallying cry in the commander's locker room tonight. Carson Wentz has led this team to only 35 points over the last three games, so he also might be fighting for his job. The Bears are 2-0 at home with wins over the 49ers and Texans, but for whatever reason, they've trailed at halftime in all five games this year. Their defense tends to get off to a slow start. So not sure what'll happen in the second half, but I do like the commanders in the first half, plus the one at the minus 135. Next up, we're going to give you a couple prop bets. And on Monday night, we were all in on Devontae Adams. We were rewarded. We cashed both of those tickets. Tonight, we're all in on Curtis Samuel for Washington, over four and a half receptions at a minus 140 and over 46 and a half yards receiving at a minus 145. So scary Terry McLaurin has more upside with the deep play potential, but Samuel has had more targets and more receptions than McLaurin in all five games so far this season. The Cowboys are the only team this year to hold Samuel under either one of the metrics. Without Dotson and Thomas in the lineup again on Thursday, Samuel should see an increased target share again. 
The Bears' D gave up 12 catches and 154 yards to Justin Jefferson last week. I'll be happy with just half of that. So give me Curtis Samuel over the four and a half receptions and over the 46 and a half yards receiving tonight against the Bears. Next up, we got a college football. Yeah, we have the NFL. We have college football and the Major League Playoffs on the card today. In college football, we're going to play West Virginia. The Mountaineers plus the three and a half over the Baylor Bears. So rain is scheduled to give way to some good 50 degree football weather on Thursday. Little fun fact for you. Baylor is 0-5 lifetime in Morgantown against the Mountaineers. I've backed Baylor twice this year, a double OT loss at BYU and a very nice road cover at Iowa State. Last time out, the Bears lost by 11 at home to a very good Oklahoma State team, but I'm still not sure who the Bears are. Meanwhile, on the flip side, Coach Neil Brown is feeling the heat at West Virginia after a 2-3 and start, including an 0-2 conference record. This is a save-the-season moment for the Mountaineers, who have lost by 7 to Pittsburgh, lost in overtime to Kansas, and then rallied to lose by 18 at Texas. JT Daniels is more than capable, though, of carrying this West Virginia team. I think the Mountaineers will go bear hunting on Thursday night and put together a good showing. I'm on West Virginia, plus the three and a half over Baylor. Next up, we got a Major League Baseball, and we start with the first five on the Seattle Mariners under the one and a half runs at a minus 140. For Houston, it is Vamber Valdez getting the call for the Astros. A 17-6 record on the year, a 2.82 ERA, and a 1.16 whip. Valdez had a streak of 25 consecutive quality starts at one point this year. The numbers don't scream lock by any stretch, though. Two starts against the Mariners this year, 13 and two-thirds innings, six runs allowed. That's a 3.95 ERA and would give us a loser. Post-All-Star ERA was a 3.02. Home ERA is a tad bit higher at a 3.54. The Mariners, though, have been pounding righties most of the postseason, hitting 305 over 105 at-bats. Meanwhile, against lefties, the Mariners have only had six at-bats. They're only one for six so far. So the contrast in style could work to Valdez's advantage after a slugfest in the opening game. Today, we return to normal low-scoring playoff baseball. I'm on the Mariners. Under the one and a half in the first five, at a minus 140. Next up on the card, the final game on the card. We're going to play the Cleveland Guardians in the first five under the one and a half at a minus 150. So yes, it's heavily weighted, but I still like the play. So let's hope they actually play this one. Should be some rain in the forecast, but we'll find out and it should be a good pitching duel. For New York, it is Nestor Cortez towing the rubber for the Yankees. He has a 12 and four record, a 2.44 ERA and a 0.92 whip. Last seven have been really good for Cortez with a 1.79 ERA. Home numbers have been excellent with a 1.95 ERA. Post-All-Star are also really good with a 2.15. The Guardians hit the second fewest homers this year, so the bloop and a blast risk is much lower. The Guardians have scored just four runs in 33 innings this postseason. Cleveland struggled versus lefties this year. I expect that to continue tonight. I'm going to take the Guardians under the one and a half in the first five at the minus 150. So let's recap your card for a Thursday in the National Football League. We're in the Commanders over the Bears at a plus one at a minus 135 in the first half. 
Your prop bets were on Curtis Samuel of the Commanders. Over four and a half receptions at a minus 140. And Curtis Samuel again, over 46 and a half yards receiving at a minus 115. In college football, we're on West Virginia, plus the three and a half over Baylor. Major League Baseball, we're going to play the Seattle Mariners under the one and a half runs at a minus 140. Major League Baseball, we're going to play the Cleveland Guardians under the one and a half runs at a minus 150. So that's your card for a Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.